would definitely encourage you to put the past behind you mm-hmm. to learn from those things. Yeah. And I personally use that as fuel for the fire. Love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I am going to kill them with success or slay them with success. Oh, we need our swords. Welcome to the Sisters That Slay podcast featuring Mim, Fez and Beef, also known as Miriam, Talitha and Ferial. We are three sisters building our mini sister empire and bringing you on the journey. We're passionate about learning and growing from those that have been there, done that, ticked the box, won the prize and have the scar. Real people, real stories. We uncover their secrets to how they are living their best lives and push through their lows. Dream the impossible and make it your reality. One life, f- the critics. You've got a sisterhood that want to see you slay. Welcome. Hey, <laughs> hey guys. It's your girl, Ferial. Ferial's jumping ahead. you got Miriam on the podcast. And Talitha. So just to explain a bit of what I'm wearing, the beautiful bling and glitter. What is it? Bling. Bling and glitter. Um, it was my birthday two days ago and I wanted to celebrate over the birthday weekend. I had a little bit of a cry on New Year's Day that everyone had potentially forgotten about my birthday. Um, so because the main event of the last year was Talitha's wedding. Woo-hoo. Congratulations, Congratulations. To Talitha. Thank you. Thank um, you. Her wedding was the 29th of December. Yep. A lovely 40 degree day. Looked absolutely gorgeous. And we now get to officially welcome Sam into the family. Yeah. Yeah, his, his new hashtag is brothers that slay, I think. <laughs> Watch yeah. out for those Uh-oh. brothers. <laughs> it's just him and Jeremy. <laughs> and they got me a lovely cake here. Thank you very much, girls. I will be eating that between the Happy shows birthday. maybe. That's beautiful. And so what I want to talk about today was 10 tricks to slaying in 2020. I'll bring up my notes here. And, um, yeah, I've got the sisters in to help keep me accountable. Mm-hmm. If there's anything good about sisters is they will cut it and tell it to you exactly mm. how it is. So if yeah. I'm waffling on or um, if they don't think what I'm saying is true about me, you are more than welcome to add in whatever you feel. Um, so let's get started with 10 Tricks to Slay 2020. And the area that where I'm coming from with this is, Um, I guess my life is not perfect currently and um, I've made a lot of changes over the last couple of years. I know a few years ago um, there was just a point in my time where I just thought that I had um, effed up everything Mm. and just got into a really low point where I couldn't really count who my friends were. I'd had a few business issues and um, just, yeah, just lost a bit of where I was going. So this is things that I have strategically done over the last two years to take Um, my life, my business, my family to that next level. First one um, is mindset. The lovely picture there of the kids playing chess with my sisters. So this is about (laughs) um, continuously working on um, your mindset. And that's something that I've done. So how do I do that? Um, And I want to give practical as to how I do these things. Um, I'm constantly reading books um, that can be, get, get a bit overwhelming at times, but I like to at least have one book on the go. I know a few of my friends listen to Audible and that type of thing. I do go through phases, but at the moment I like reading hard copy books. Um, podcasts, I love listening to YouTube 
and I always go to learning events. I think the cool thing about going to learning events is that one, I'm learning and two, I now document all my learning and then three, I'm hanging out with other people that like learning about the same things I like learning too. Um, So one of the fundamental um, things that changed my mindset was about three or four years ago, I went to the Tony Robbins UPW event and I also was fortunate to take my sisters along to Mm. that um, in one of the years. And it was just a complete mind shift for me. Um, And yeah, I owe a lot to that initial one. And now I've obviously um, taken that further. Any contributions, girls, from mindset or... Um um, no, I think I think you you obviously do this really well, but I think that you um, are one of those people that don't drink coffee. Um, this is a particular type, but yeah. I mean, if you're someone that you've had a really terrible 2019 mm-hmm. and you really want to make a big goal of 2020, and it's we're already a week in, and you know I've seen some memes going around saying 2021's my year. Yeah, you know what's what would be the first thing that you would do to to suggest to one of your friends saying, hey, look, I'm just down and out already this year's not gone to plan yeah what do you what do you reckon so that was my 2018 um yep. I was going through a divorce um yeah the divorce had happened like separation had happened um I was with a boyfriend but um he broke up with me business partnership like it was gone to shit um one of the things that I did do which is my second point is you are the sum of the five people Ooh. closest to you yeah um I used to hate this quote a few years ago and I think that was more so of a Oh, like a more of a jealousy or a fear or I just wasn't hanging around the type of people that I needed to hang around with. Um, so uh, birds of a feather flock together, seek out successful people, success leaves clues. Um, and so what I did was um, last year, or no, the year before, so for a year and a half now, I've been a part of an entrepreneurial group, EO. Yeah. Um, I was recommended this from another entrepreneurial group. So over the years, I've been a part of entrepreneurial groups. I'm always watching what successful people are doing. And um, I joined the group and I have to pay to play to be a part of this group. It costs $10,000 a year um, for me to be a part of it. But I get a lot of value from it. There's yeah. a lot of learning events. Um, I get a monthly um, meeting where I sit with eight other business owners and mm-hmm. ref- reflect on how our personal life, our family life and our business life is going. Yeah. And I'm also uh, connected to a global entrepreneur group. So for me, um, that was definitely one of the things that I did was to change the people. Yeah. And I had to cut some people out of my life. Yeah. And or I had to just step back and, um, yeah, just if they were like a family member or something like that, you can't sometimes cut family members out. But I had to step back and just um, sometimes block out some of those um, things. So I'm the type of, I've got a high energy, as Talitha kind of said, and I like to hang around people of similar energy that give that positive energy. So number three is adding value. And um, I've got a friend currently that was obsessed, is obsessed with making money. Mm. It's all about, I need to make money this year. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Am I your friend? friend? <laughs> yeah. I think that's me. I don't know. 2020 is money, money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is one of my, that is like obviously a byproduct. Um, but really it is about adding value. And how can you add value into other people's lives? One of my favorite quotes is if you help another enough other people get what they want, you will get what you want. Yeah. Um, And I never went into business with this goal to make millions of dollars. My first initial, um, one of my first basic initial goals was to make 
$40,000 a year to help contribute to the family as I had young children. Yeah. And obviously. So that's the that, Australian equivalent of like a part-time Yeah, that wage. was all I wanted yeah. to do for the first year and do wage. something that, well, it wasn't even, I didn't even care how much I worked in it. I was doing something I loved and I was helping business owners. Yeah. Um, so definitely um, it then turned to, then the goal then grew bigger as to how I could help other people. So think about how you can solve problems Solve people's business problems, solve people's personal problems in whatever you're trying to do. So if you're in um if you're an employee, solve your boss help solve your boss's problems. Just add value without thinking, what is in it for me? Yeah. But so, it's good to make sure you're making money, right? Obviously. Money is part money, um, without money we can't um, have a certain lifestyle. I am a single mum. I have to pay school fees. I have to pay a mortgage. I have to pay for my kids' tennis, Muay Thai and swimming lessons. So I need to be making money, but that is not why I do what I do. I do why I do because I love helping people. Yeah. Yeah. I just see a lot of people who leave money on the table because they might be too scared to ask, ask for money yeah. or too scared to and that was or a, not worth it. That's a really good it. point. When I was starting out, I was potentially that person yeah. that didn't value myself and I would do things potentially uh, for free or undervalue my services. Yeah. And that just came with learning and um, realising those boundaries where, yes, some people I do help, I do do pro bono work, mm-hmm. um, but then there's other people where, I, I've had to step back and realise I'm getting taken for a ride and know um, my time is worth money and I've obviously got to charge accordingly. And I see that mistake happening um, in quite a few women in yeah. particular is just learning to value yourself as well. Yeah, it's definitely the talk. If you're involved in any kind of groups on Facebook, everyone's pushing that, know your worth, know your value. And I think this year is definitely a theme for that. So Yeah, yeah. but I had to start from somewhere. Like Mm. when I was starting out, I didn't quite know exactly what I was doing. So I definitely, um, like I did do stuff for free in the beginning. I did, I still learn new software um, and that type of thing. And I'm not going to charge for learning new areas. But if I'm skilled up in a certain area and I'm Mm. helping, I'm creating value for that other person, then absolutely go for it, charge. Um, And then the number four one is hard work and sacrifice. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And I think 2020 is a year of working hard and working smart. I'm fortunate and blessed with genes that just, and when I mean genes, I mean DNA, where it is just in my blood to work hard. Um, Growing up, I loved schoolwork. Probably not that many people would be allowed to say that. <laughs> we had, we were joking around. Talitha was talking about all the things that she got up to at school. At school, and Miriam was like, "Where was I?" And I'm like, "You were reading a book." And Betty <laughs> and loved I, it, and I was always Talitha was barking like a dog. No, we weren't. We were <laughs> going to Marion in her high heels. And, no, no, no. And that's, was, that's all right. Yeah. I won't dig her anymore. And, and I was like, I don't remember any of this. What was I doing? Reading a book. Um, so right from the beginning, I've had jobs, I've worked part-time and um, I've just always been prepared to put in that hard work. And I think a lot of the times people will see potentially a glamorous lifestyle on my Facebook that I project and they don't realise that on the Sunday night I was working, well, not yesterday, Sunday, but most Sunday nights last last year, I was working till midnight. Monday night, Tuesday night, I was working till midnight. Um, it's sort of a non-stop, I'm fairly switched on type of person and I have to work on having those boundaries 
which I'm trying to set in place, but I'm not afraid to put my get my hands dirty and work hard. And one of the things I do admittedly need to work on is prioritize. This year is about me prioritizing where I should be focusing my work and what's going to generate the biggest results. And then delegating those other tasks that I don't like doing and or need to be done to mm. other people that like doing those things. Yeah, and that's definitely working smarter. Is one thing we've done trying to do this year is, um, you know, get it, getting more of our tasks to a VA as well. Yeah. And so if it's if it's a task that we do every day, um, we're looking at outsourcing it to a VA or someone in our team who can do that yeah. task. And I've put on a client happiness officer as mm. well um, to help keep clients happy because I do Shout have Shout out quite, to Josie. Yes, Josie. She came from watching this podcast actually. Ooh, uh, she was a mother um, of one of the um, schools. Uh, Bread Brothers. Yes. She was a mother and she's been following our podcast and she's now come on as a client happiness officer to help keep our clients happy. Yeah. So number five is don't forget it's body, mind and soul. And I've got a lovely one there of Talitha from the wedding with love in the background. Self-care is the highest love. That was from your um, engagement party. Oh, No, sorry, your hens. Hens. Your hens hens do. Yeah. Um, So I am, and, you know, I'm not the perfect person with my body, but um, so I'm not (laughs) going to comment too much on that, but I do know that if I exercise, I definitely feel a lot better. And my body is kind of a reflection of how I'm feeling mentally as well. Um, but in the mind and soul area, I've talked about mind and working on your mindset. And soul is a really important per, uh, part. I am a spiritual person and our mind, body and soul are like bank accounts. Um, the world just wants to take, take, take from those bank accounts. And if we don't actively do things to deposit into that bank account, then it's just going to run negative and we're going to yeah. get depleted. Yeah. So how do I practically work on this? Well, I love the beach. I love just walking down the beach, getting my feet in the sand and just forgetting about the world and realising, getting in nature and realising there's a lot more to life than just my current problems. Just gets me uh, forgetting about everything else. Um, Also, another thing that I do and I um, will share is I take my kids to church on a Sunday morning. Um, It's rostered in. I definitely think some of these things need to be rostered in. And um, the what do you mean by rusted in? Like scheduled in, like it's in your a diary. No, it's non-negotiable. Oh, okay. Saturday morning we do such and such. Sunday morning we go to church, and then we all go to the swimming centre. The kids know it, even though the kids know it, they still put up a fight love about it. it. Um, but after we all feel great, we all feel happy families, and I have fed my soul. So whatever that is for you, I'd encourage you to explore that. Um, it is becoming sort of a hip thing to um, uh, to think about spirituality. And also in this context, one of the things that I did learn um, very early on was about love languages and um, my own personal love languages, so how I give and like to receive love and learning those of, around your family. So my personal love languages, um, there is time, acts of service, affirmations, gifts and physical touch. Mm-hmm. My personal one. Physical touch. No, no. <laughs> I don't think any of us <laughs> girls are physical touch. Sam got me a massage for a bridal present. I was like, oh. I'll take Actually, it. no, the no, massage yeah. is really good. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, I can do a massage. To love it. Yeah, but looking I, after We all have a 10 centimetre radius around <laughs> us. I don't. You guys can call me self. Nah. I'm pretty good. You nah. love hugs? Love them. Okay. Yeah, well, nah. Fez loves hugs. Yeah. My youngest son loves yeah, hugs. Yeah, Jonah does. And I'm like, I have to like kind of just be like embrace it. But sometimes it just gets a little bit too over. 
overwhelming because he just wants to like put his hands like just everywhere. Um, but for me, my two, uh, just so everyone knows, affirmations and quality time. So me, it's about spending quality time with a family and, you know, feel free to tell me how great I am. Mm. Um, sisters, mm. I just, I don't quite actually know what yours are, even though I've, you know, known you my whole lives. Can you just, what do you, what are your I'm ones? affirmations. Your affirmations? Oh, so you do amazing. I, I, I like to think that I'm a little bit of both depending on my mood. I think you're acts of service. Everything. Nah, nah. I do everything myself anyway. Your quality yeah, you time. Like doing things nah, for other people. quality time. Nah. Guys have a good chat. Nah. Nah. Talitha is all five. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A little bits of everything, depending on the day. Sometimes, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Definitely just, gifts is my lowest one. So you should guessing. really find out what you are. I it know what be, I am. Okay. Take the yeah. Tell us. No, I'm I'm a bit of everything, depending on my mood. I don't think it's possible. That's fine. We should yeah. ask Vicky Chapman. Is it possible? No, it's Gary Chapman. Gary No, it's Vicky. Bless oh, his wife. no, it's Vicky. No, it's Gary. Oh, let's have a bit. Me okay. and the next guest just went. On yeah. oh, sorry, guys. See, four minutes, Miriam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Smash out five years. and four minutes. So number six is about enjoying the journey. And um, for me, I've had to realise it's about the journey, not the destination. I can get very set in I've got to get this, I've got to achieve that, and then I kind of like just lose track of the journey and just really being mindful and enjoying the fun along the way. And um, the two areas that it hit me the most in over the last couple of years, I had this goal to become a 40 under 40 self-made female entrepreneur. And I um, last year I was recognised as one of South Australia's top 40 under 40 um, entrepreneurs. So same, same almost. Um, I don't think there's actually the other one actually exists, but it was kind of like it was a really fun night, like thanks girls for coming along. But then I the next it. day I kind of, and I don't want to like belittle this or anything like that, but I kind of was like had this empty is that all type of feeling mm. and it kind of made me realise and I'm now setting 90-day OKRs, um, which is objectives and key results, to try and combat um, that feeling of achieving or not achieving goals. So I'll go into that later. But it was kind of just um, made me really reflect on potentially changing the types of goals that I have. Another goal that... Um, Can you give us a sneak peek? What is it? What do you mean by changing? So um, what, what is one of your goals now? It's more about enjoying the life that I have worked hard to create okay. is the objective. She won't give me a sneak peek. Do you know how times I've asked, asked my key re- One of my key results, I've got to work on it. So it's not a final product. I might do a podcast about it. My mentor, actually, who's going to be coming in a podcast, he's like, oh, yeah, you, some of it needs refinement. So some of the ways I'm enjoying. So w- tell us a goal that needed refinement. No, like, so let's talk about enjoying the uh, enjoying the life I love. Key results is I want to attend a live musical uh, festival or yeah. musical experience once per month. Yeah. Um, so there's a whole list of things and I can run through Wait, that. But did, did you need to refine that goal or is that a good goal? Um, no, that's a good objective. Yeah. And then there's key results underneath Because it. that brings you that joy of enjoying life. Yes. And yeah. or because um, we were talking about, like I was talking about with him, that one of the areas that like I got really down that I didn't get my goal I have a way everywhere. I was reviewing all my goals for last year and there's all these goals around, I need to hit 60 kilos. I need to hit 65 kilos. Talitha's wedding was coming up and I knew I was not near that. So I just started binge eating. You did. And was like, I don't <laughs> care about this anymore. I give up on life. Yeah, but Miriam, so, I, I was the bride. So I, even I had a goal and I didn't achieve it, but I said to myself, it's, 
it's still fine. Like it's still fine. Like we we're happy, we're healthy. Yeah. And the bigger picture. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. now I'm going to be changing that around. But it was kind of a this objectives and key results is a way for me to just not for, feel deflated. Yeah. When I don't hit a goal. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. And because you, you, you're doing well. At them. Yeah. yeah. I'm relatively. I'm doing well. Yeah. Sort of. Nah. Um, uh, but I could always do better. But the key results area, you actually measure it as a percentage. I'm not an expert in this at the moment, but hopefully one day I will be. But it's more so, am I am I 70% hitting this? Yeah. Right. So it's like, oh, no, I'm not at 65 kilos, but I'm not uh, like, you know, I'm 75% there type of thing. So stay tuned for more about um, my OKRs. So... And number seven is call yourself out on your bullshit excuses and limiting beliefs. (laughs) So what do I mean by that? So I used to get really jealous, and this is like full, deep, and meaningful now. Okay. I used to get really jealous of guys that had no kids and were running businesses. Just people or specifically guys? Uh, Just because I'd hang around in a lot of entrepreneurial groups. And a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, successful ones are guys. And mm. I just look at them and be like, yeah, like you're able to get there because you don't have like three kids that you basically have mm. to look after all yeah. the time. And I had to get over my just like looking down and or like semi-jealousy, resentment, yeah. se- like semi-resentment for that. Yeah, And um, I just had to call out my own bullshit on it. So I turned the whole thing around. And looked at it as my kids are a blessing to me and they give me so much more perspective, love and meaning right. to my life. Yeah, My kids help me to be a better leader and a person. And, yes, it does mean I have more limited time, but it means I have to be smarter and I have to learn to cultivate a team of leaders as well to help achieve the goal. Yeah. And I also see that I'm so much more of a well-rounded person now to those guys that I used to be jealous of that they had all the free time in the world to work on their businesses and could do whatever they want. Yeah. And I realised my life is so much more amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So number eight is get a mentor, accountability buddy or a coach. So as you would have learned, and this has been a really um, important part, I've got a um, photo there of um, listening to Warren Rustand with Ferial. He was amazing. Mm. He's not um, a mentor of mine, but I looked up to him. Um, I go to a lot of events and I take the positives from people. But one step further in I, I go to a lot of events and then I go, yeah, I need to do all these things. Yeah. I'm so pumped up. I'm so fired yeah. up. And, yeah, I just can't wait to get back into it. And then you kind of go home or uh, you go back to the office. You've missed a day out. There's all these emails that you need to catch up on. And you just don't ever get around to yeah, doing all the those dramas. things. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, yeah, well, goes back to it. And then I would go to another event. They're like, oh, yeah, you still, an example was, you still need to be doing like a daily huddle with all your team. And so what I did was I actively sought out somebody who I respected and who had been there, done that experience and who was someone that I looked up to and wanted to be a leader like. So that's sort of my tips for trying to find that person is respecting them and all of those areas. So for me, and I'm super excited, we're actually going to be interviewing one of my mentors today, Mike Scott. 
he was um, just stand out in contributions to a group, the EO group that I was a part of. And without this mentor, I would not have been able to implement what we've been able to implement in the business in the last six months. So how, how did you, yeah, so how do you quickly choose a mentor though? Oh, like, well, I would ask people. Yeah. I would really look, I'd ask for people, have a look at, it depends, like mine is a more formalised mentorship. Um, so Would you recommend a formalised mentorship? I need that to be yeah. serious about it. Yeah, yeah, true. So I need to put money down on the table so that I um, will appreciate it, respect the time, respect his time, respect my time. Yeah. And then I know I need to make more money than what I'm putting down on the yeah, table. Love it. Um, so one of the things that we have been working on with the mentor, which I wouldn't have been able to do without them, is we do a 15-minute, we're implementing the EOS system, which mm-hmm. is the entrepreneurial operating system. There are different systems you can have for businesses to help them scale. Mm. So there's, um, what is the other one? Scalability and EOS. EOS is the most simple. So I was like, yes, I need to do this. So I learned, I heard about it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I read the book and then, you know, nothing happens. So now working with a mentor, we now have a 15-minute daily huddle. We have a weekly leadership meeting. I was the type of person where I'm like, yeah, let's do meetings. And we do one or two and then all of a sudden life gets busy and they fade away. So we now have 90-day rocks for the business. So there are our business goals. We have a one-year vision um, and we're working on a three-year and a 10-year vision. We also refined our values for the business. I'd always Mm -hmm. be jealous of everyone else that knew their values. Mm -hmm. And I had, like we've had people on um, that we've interviewed and they've been like, yeah, like everybody's got to know their values. Mm. So that's been one thing is working through what our values and then making sure that staff are on board with those values. Mm. Number nine is to break your uniqueness. Embrace your uniqueness. <laughs> oh, that's unique. Mira. Break your uniqueness. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I've got a picture there of a 40 under 40s because I just love it. It's me there in a red dress being very much anti-corporate. Love it. Um, you know, the glitter and the sparkles. I love doing things that just, you know, reflect a little bit of my personality. I had a freak out last year at an event that I was going to. It was run by liquidators and there was liquidators, lawyers and accountants there. And I had rocked up. I just wasn't even thinking about it too much in a denim jacket <laughs> and a pink floral full on dress. And everyone else was there, basically mature males. Um, yeah. And here I was walking in and I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing here? And I had just this like full like imposter should I be here like what am I doing and I was like nah stuff it this is who I am Mm. like I've created a business from ground up like I deserve to be here just as much as what any of those other people and I'm here to learn um so yeah I definitely would uh, encourage anybody to just be who you are be true to yourself and be authentic in that Mm. And for me, it's helped in business. I'm now known as a fabulous accountant. In red. Um, Yeah, I'm wearing red a lot of the time or pink. Um, And it's definitely helped in every every area. Mm. And my final 110, because we're trying to keep to time. Yes. Is to let it go. And I've got a picture of the snow. Does anyone want to sing Let It Go? Let it go. Mm. Let it go. Yeah, and hold me back anymore. <laughs> Beautiful. What's the new, Sorry. What's the new frozen song? Oh, yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't seen uh, Frozen. Into the Unknown. Oh, yeah. And then Into <laughs> the Unknown. Uh, such a good move. Okay. Just try and stop me. <laughs> cool. Um, so one of the things that I had to learn the hard way was hurt people hurt people. Oh. 
And um, I have really tried to take control of my emotions. Yeah. So that rather than when I can see myself crying, I go, no, like I'm not going to let that person make me upset. Yeah. I control my own happiness. And I was going through a bit of a rough patch last year and my business mentor kind of said to me, it's like when you get punched in the face, what are you going to do? Are you going to stand there crying, feeling sorry for yourself? Are you going to get back up and continue fighting, dodge the next one or just walk away from the situation? So I was definitely someone that would would cry a little bit. That was my favourite method of um, method of suffering was to cry. And, um, yeah, I've just been really trying to um, just stop that, recognise the signs of it and just change it up a little bit. So Great. I definitely encourage you as well. I um, I sit in a lot of meetings. I meet a lot of people. Um, I've got thousands of people that call me their accountant. And one of the things that I've noticed with a lot of people is that they bring up things from five years ago. And that's the reason why they are there now mm. where they are because of something that happened in business or something that happened five years ago. So I definitely encourage you to put the past behind you mm-hmm. to learn from those things. Yeah. And I personally use that as fuel for the fire. Yeah. So I have that. I know there's a few things that have happened to me, a few business partnerships, um, which went wrong, people that just did the dodgy on me, and it is fuel to the fire. Mm. I am going to kill them with success or slay them with success. Oh, we need our swords. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. I hope you have an awesome 2020. Give us your tip to slaying yeah. in 2020. Did, and did Miriam leave anything out there, guys, like no. kindness or but anything share like your that. successes as well. Yeah. yeah. We want to see our, our tribe succeed this yeah. year. Absolutely. Good job, guys. Thank you well very done. much. See you later. Bye. Cool, Miriam. Build it. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We are getting awesome feedback from our viewers and listeners and we want to hear from you. What was your key takeaway, your lessons learned, something you can relate to or your aha moment and share it on our Facebook and Instagram. You can also visit our sistersthatslay.com.au website to see what we've been up to. This podcast has been brought to you by Miriam's business, Fab Tax Accountants. We make your life easier keep your books clean, and accounting and tax can even be fun so you can love your numbers.